talking about our thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts. What we talking about our thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories. Welcome back to the Thoughts and Theories podcast. Your boy Chris with a K, aka Quack. This is episode forty-six. Picking up six four episodes away from fifty. Alright, so if it's your first time to this podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. Make sure you visit chrisative.com, K-R-I-S-A-T-I-V-E.com. It'll link you to all my social media platforms, as well as allow you to subscribe to my YouTube channel, as well as allow you to, you know, buy some of my merch. Um, and if you want to send me a message, have a question, please um, find the link to my um, Instagram page, the Thoughts and Theories Instagram page. Send me a DM. I prefer a voice message on a DM because guess what? There's more context. You know, I can understand your move better and I can get to your message faster and um, respond back to you faster, to be honest. Um, yeah, so feel free to send a message. And um, what else? Oh, yeah. If it's your second or umpteen time listening to this podcast, umpteen time means it's more than once. Uh, Yes, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate you for coming back and listening and liking my annoying voice. But anyways, for the first timers that are here, also this podcast is literally just a, a audio version of a diary of stuff that goes through my mind. I talk about it and I've been about it and stuff like that. And a purpose podcast for you guys that one, um, we're all human, two, we all are working main thing is just, um, I'm feeling this, and I told this from the Laugh and Learn podcast, y'all check it out with Flame and Roe, amazing podcast, is that, um, main purpose is to, is that, to, to not make up my, oh my gosh, I keep forgetting, even though this is a podcast, main purpose is, um, to encourage you guys to use your mind instead of trying to change your mind. The purpose of me is not trying to change your mind, not trying to persuade you, but to encourage you to use your mind. But first, you got to make sure you have a mind to use it, right? So use your mind. It'll change your life. Take you on a venture. Give you a lot of peace. Well, I mean, it gives me a lot of peace. But anyway, on today's episode, what I want to talk about, you know, um, I was listening to a brilliant, brilliant podcast yesterday. It was a pretty amazing topic that came up, shout out to Really Idiot Podcast, you know, uh, by, that by, hosted by Charlamagne God and Andrew Schultz, amazing people, the reason why I started podcast, actually, you know, them, them guys are hilarious, they're, they're funny, they can be idiots, this podcast is called Really Idiot, because if you listen to their podcast, man, these guys, like, man, these guys, these guys, they, they brilliant, man, they like, they Jesus, then you're right. But if you listen to the same podcast and you think they're complete idiots, you don't know what they're talking about, then you're right too. That's why I talked to the idiot podcast. So it's like a combination of both. You know, kind of just like how this podcast is. I might say some dumb stuff, I might say some smart stuff. But that's what the game is all about. You know, we can't be smart or be right all the time, you know? That's a robot, right? But yeah, um, so. Today, I want to talk about the subject that we're talking about, because um, we're talking about um, this famous known guy, this black guy, he's, I guess he's a relation, 
coach you, he gives advice or something like that. You know, and um, the thing about this guy is that he's saying the main thing, saying he says if you're a guy and you cheat on your girlfriend, wife, you know, um, then there should be like no remorse, there should be no sympathy for you, blah blah blah, you know. Um, and like the way he can say it too is like literally like, oh my gosh, like so righteous kind of stuff like that, you know. And then comes to find out. The very thing he was saying, if you do this, there's no sympathy against, you know, he turned out to be cheating on his wife. And here's a funny thing. Here's a funny thing. He blamed it on, um, he blamed it on Jesus. Like, ever since the game of life is Jesus, everything is bad. Well, to be honest, when you do give your life to Jesus, stuff doesn't go all peaches and rainbow because, you know, Jesus even says your life will get worse because now when you enter into a phase of truth, basically, you know, Captain, you have to start detoxing all out, detoxing all the bull crap out of your life, as well as you know people are not going to understand you because people live in a world where they seem to believe that the lie is the truth, instead the truth being the truth. So when they're confronted with the truth, they're like, "What the heck is going on with this person? This person is crazy." You know, even if you have a whole bunch of facts to support your statement and they have no evidence, they will still be the lie because. People are taught to follow the flow of tradition and what the status quo instead of follow the flow of what actually right and true. You know, but one is so in a sense he wasn't lying at it, but he was saying Jesus, Jesus tempted tempt me basically to do all this stuff and crap, which is a lie. You know, God doesn't tempt us to do evil and stuff like that. That's just us. We, we say, oh, this it was the devil. This time nah, was it was ourselves. We got free will. We got free will. Just choose to make stupid sensations, not sensations, but sensations. I think it's sensations. Stupid mistakes. Um, so he was blaming on Jesus, stuff like that. So he did an apology video in the video. He had his wife to the right side of him. You know, he was holding her hand and stuff. And then they were bringing up to the point the fact that, like, yo, why he had to bring his wife in it? Because no one knew who she was. He could have dealt with this privately, you know, off cameras and stuff like that, kept her out. And the funny thing is that the internet has never been defeated. The internet will always be undefeated. You know, the internet loves trauma once you defeat it. By the internet, I mean, obviously, people, trolls and stuff like that, or people who get outraged over everything and find everything offensive. The internet is always undefeated. They're always undefeated. So you never want to feed this beast because this beast will always win, you know, so he put her in a video, and she's holding his hand and stuff, and, you know, and the joke that was ongoing, saying, yo, man, yo, y'all, y'all suffer with a Christian woman because they believe forgiveness and stuff, feeding into the lies and stuff, it was, it, was, it was funny, it's just a joke, though, it's not true about Christian woman, but, you know, because true Christian women, they have a spirit of discernment, you know, so yes, they're supposed to forgive, but there's a spirit of discernment. You know, forgiveness does not mean, oh, everything goes back to the way it was. Forgiveness means, you know, I have um, let go of my anger and all this stuff over what happened in the past. I'm not going to hold on to that, you know, but that doesn't necessarily mean I have to rock with your, what you're doing currently. So I forgave you, forgave you for what you've done in the past, but it doesn't mean I can 
I can rock with you because I don't do what you're currently doing. You know, it's basically forgiveness is for yourself so you don't be weighed down and stuff like that. That's basically what forgiveness is for, you know. But they were saying it jokingly like, oh my gosh, they'll forgive you no matter what, and they'll be blind about what you're doing. They'll be forgiving you without discernment, in other words, and stuff like that. They're joking, but it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. I even saw the busted challenge. Like, I saw this lady, she was dressed up as the guy's wife, and she was wearing a thing on her head. I forgot, I think it was called a body. I'm like, what, what is this girl? She's like, the busted challenge. And then, like, as soon as she sat down, the screen literally switched to the, the lady and the husband. It was so funny. It was probably the most genius and funniest busted challenge I ever saw. I saw that. It was hilarious. So let me get to the main point. I'm, like, dancing around, beating around the bush and stuff. So one thing Charlamagne, the guy, said that, like, wow, this is something I need to live by. Because I'm going to confess, I haven't been living by this for the most part. And what he said is this, I'd rather be an honest sinner than a lying hypocrite. Let me say that again. Say it again. Let me say that again. I'd rather be an honest sinner than a lying hypocrite. That's the, I'm going to say it one more time. One more again. You know, I'm going to say it, I'm gonna say it again for the third time. Um, I'd rather be an honest sinner than a lying hypocrite. When he said that, I was like, wow. You know when people say stuff like, and these, these, these just saying these phrases or words can trigger a, a good response to you to like, man, take you on a, a, a like a roller coaster ride of adventure of like, man, your, your things you've done in the past and allowed you to learn it. Like kind of how like when Raven gets the flashback and that little Raven, her eyes open and she goes in her head and she sees stuff. Like same thing happened to me out in the future. Like, man, all the stuff I've done, and like, God starts to connect. And I'm like, Eureka, I discovered something about myself that I need to work on, and I get it now. Kind of, you know, that's going to take me to the next level, allow me to be a better me, allow me to evolve to the next level. Closer to Chris with a K is, you know. I was like, what? I was like, what? And what he means by this, I'm going to break it down. You know, a lot of you might understand, but for those who don't. So an honest sinner is basically another way of saying being a human. Because at the end of the day, you guys got to understand, we all make, make mistakes. So a sinner is someone who obviously makes mistakes, someone who misses the mark. You can live your life 99.99% of the time, right? And because you made one mistake, you now qualify as a sinner. So no one has lived a perfect life. No one ever will live a perfect life. A lot of times, a lot of us think that we're supposed to be robots. When, in fact, truly, none of us were designed to be, you know? Because robots don't have emotions. Robots don't feel pain, basically. Robots just follow commands. Robots really don't have the capacity to have free will to think for themselves. Unless they have artificial intelligence, you know? But robots really don't make mistakes. They just do exactly what they were designed to do without question. Without question, you know, there is no rebellion. There is no this. You know, there is no um, individuality. There is no diversity really in them. They just are more so supposed to be uniform to the same thing. Nothing else. Anytime there is a difference, usually there is a difference in between robots, 
they're all supposed to do the same thing as me because something's wrong with one and there's a malfunction. But humans, on the other hand, guess what? We're not robots. We all have free will. We have individuality. We come in diversity, you know. And when we're all trying to do things exactly the same way, that can kind of come as uniformity. We're kind of not being ourselves, you know. Um, we're all supposed to love, but love, love, love can come in all different types of forms and expressions. And you know, love is a big thing. You know, it's it's the most powerful thing in the universe. So I mean, there is not one way to exactly love. You know, obviously there are scenarios where we all choose one route to go. Meaning, like when it comes to babies, you don't kill babies. That's no. There is no difference in that. That's what brings that. But in regards, you know, when you have spouses or friends, there's love languages, you know, um, there's different there's different versions of love, like I explained in a previous podcast. Oh, yeah, let me correct something in a previous podcast when I was talking about speciesism. I was saying 50 to 60 billion animals are killed a year, and it turns out it was less than that. But I know that the, it was like, I think it was like 5... Like 11 billion animals that you kill worldwide, or 57 billion, or 57 million. But, anyways, it's a lot of animals that you kill worldwide. So I have to correct that number and stuff like that. Once again, people, I do make mistakes. These podcasts are literally freestyles over theories and thoughts that, that pop up into my mind. So everything I say obviously won't be accurate. I'm a human once again. That's the point that we all make mistakes. You know, and I'm just trying to come forth to you guys about my mistakes, being honest, hence the fact honest sinner. So, like, being an honest sinner is allowing yourself to be human, understanding that you make mistakes, being okay with it, but being, but still being progressive about it, meaning I made a mistake, how can I learn from it so I don't repeat the same thing over and over and over and over again? You know, because insanity is just doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. No way to get different is doing different actions. You know, they say uh, apology is the best kind of apology is change behavior. Because if you if you recognize you did something wrong that maybe hurt somebody, you know, is offensive to somebody, the best course of action is to be like, yo, snap, man, I did this. I'm sorry. So the best action of change behavior is if what you did was wrong, stop doing it. But if you just say, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, and keep doing it, you're really not sorry. So lip service means crap until, you know, your walk matches your talk, right? So allow yourself to be human, people. You make mistakes. Don't beat yourself down. It's not the end of the world. Do you think God made us with the intention of the fact that we weren't supposed to make mistakes? God knew this. God knew this. God is all omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing God does not operate, God can operate in and outside of the realms of time. So time is not, is not over God, God's over time. So God, look at our lives like Netflix and seasons, I like to say. You know, season one is our past, season two is our present, season three is our future, you know? So God can step in and out of moments and see what we're currently doing, what we did in the past, also we're going to do in the future. That doesn't mean God's going to control us and manipulate us because that will violate our free will. But God can just literally see what we're going to do in the future. Kind of like the instance of, like, yo, I'm not, I don't, I can't control any human being, but if I put a piece of plastic or an apple in front of them, I know chances are 
there's a hundred percent chance this person might eat the the apple instead of the plastic, right? Did I make them eat the apple? No, but I just knew based on their behavior. You know, because God just knows us so well. That's the reason why I think God is able to predict us so well because just as, as I predicted that behavior from humans, which I had no control about, I just knew the behavior that they're going to eat the food or the plastic when they're hungry. God knows us more intimately than we know ourselves on a deeper level. You know, God knew us before we were even made. You know, so God knows what we're going to do and how we're going to react. God's not controlling us. Not that, like, God can control us, but it would dictate our free will because love is the most powerful thing, and love gives you a choice. So if God took away our free will, we wouldn't have a choice, which means that it's not true to love, you know? Anyways, went down that rabbit hole. Went down that rabbit hole. So, once again, people, these are just my thoughts and theories. I'm going to start repeating that throughout the episode so people are already she's like, oh, well, well this needs to be positive. So he's not saying this goes for everything. It's just how he perceives life and his view and point of view on everything, you know. All right? So I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, so allow yourself to be human, to make mistakes. Because if you don't, like, what the, what the heck? You're setting yourself up to the level of perfection. They say this, this mindset of perfection came from, I think, Greeks or Romans and statues and stuff, how they believe everything should be perfect without flaw and stuff like that, you know. And that's why everybody was driving himself crazy. You want these perfect bodies and want to do everything right. Why people, we don't be even talking like themselves. They be talking like different people. You know, one question I thought about asking people is like, yo, is this how you really talk about me? You know, because sometimes you get hit people talking about us that's kind of real voice so that means okay this person's being treated like with a lot of interviews and stuff press conferences with NBA players whenever your response is open someone does something wrong you have to apologize on behalf of social media it always goes along the line I am terribly sorry I'm not pleased with the way I've conducted myself I'll make sure I'll afford that I'll be more sensitive to the thoughts and concerns like they're just saying all these big words that they, you can just tell they probably don't use and they say this because money is their God. They, like, oh, they're saying this because, like, yo, I'm not trying to lose my job. I have to say this to apologize. You know, not because I sincerely want to. And I'm a strong believer in don't do something. Don't, if you're forced to do something that you really don't want to do, don't do it. Unless it's something that you need to do that is non-negotiable. Like, yo, if you're about to die, yeah, you don't want to change your diet, change it, right? You know, so that's some stuff that you're forced to do that you don't want to do, but you have to do it for the well-being of you, you know, but for the most part, if it's something that you have to go through, you know, because at the end of the day, God's a gentleman, God's not going to force you to do anything, you know, kind of like the prodigal son, return to father, the father forced to do anything, the father probably saw his ways and allowed him to just get to the end of himself, like, hey, don't you feel, don't you feel like crap, because that's what the guy ended up in. Because all the guy's money, he got to the store, the particle started, and he was going to get adherence to the father. And he asked for his adherence. And then the God, father gave him, so he went out and did life, did life what he thinks he thought was best for his life. Before he lost all his money, lost all his friends, he was left with nothing. Go back, he was, oh my gosh. And then he was, got to the point where he was working and he was eating basically with the 
my gosh, my father might not be back, but at least if I go to him and apologize, maybe he'll allow me to be at least a servant. He went back and his father welcomed him with open arms. So the father allowed him to get to himself, you know. You know. Which kind of representation of God, God's a gentleman. God's not going to force you to do anything. God will allow you to get to the end of yourself. So you can say at the end of the day, okay, I'm, I'm the idiot instead of God saying you're the idiot. It's better for you to say that you're an idiot, you know, when you make a mistake. You know, this is, you talking to yourself, you make a mistake when you get something that you've done wrong. When you say that you're, you realize that you're an idiot, that's when you learn. And that's where change is going to come from. Then somebody is saying you're an idiot and you're stuck in your own ways, right? Um, so, yeah, be an honest sinner. Because I'm telling you, being an honest sinner allows you to be transparent when you make a mistake. You didn't give this perception on the people that you are perfect, so we make a mistake. It was like, well, he did say he, he will make a mistake. He did say he's not perfect. You know, a lot of people will be forgiving more because now you haven't given this perception on the people to make make you think you're perfect. Like this guy with his wife, he's saying there is no mercy for forgiveness. Now, guess what? When he messed up, there's no mercy or forgiveness for him because based on your standard that you set, which is a standard of perfection, you know, I believe there's guys in the world that don't cheat. I'm a guy that's never cheated. Because I'm a big I'm a society people call black men don't cheat, you know? But I'm not going to say, hey, I don't, I'm not going to forgive you if you cheat and stuff like this. There's no remorse. You know, I'm not going to say stuff on that line. Because that's just like, okay, humans make mistakes. No matter how bad they are, they make mistakes. You know, according to the Bible, the only thing that can be forgiven that can't be forgiven is the Holy Spirit, which I mean, I think the only thing which I interpret as the only thing that can't be forgiven is when you are keep denying the truth. Truth. You keep denying yourself. You don't forgive yourself, you know, when you just keep ignoring the truth and you don't want to hear it. You're very denying the truth over and over again. That's the only thing that can be forgiven because I think we are, we're not allowing yourself to forgive yourself, then why should you be forgiven if you think that you should be forgiven, you know? Um, so allow yourself to make mistakes and let people know that, hey, I make mistakes. Remind people constantly this, but hey, that doesn't mean I choose not to do like not do better. I choose to do better, but just know I make mistakes. It's about progression, not perfection. You know, meaning yes, I take one step back time to time, but I'm about taking two steps forward. You know, people understand that. Guess what? That's what allows the introduction of grace and mercy. But if you just someone decides to be on the other side of this. Meaning you want to be a lying hypocrite, meaning like, hey, I'm going to be down on people that make mistakes. And after I be down on people who make mistakes, and after I be down on people who make mistakes, I'm going to act like, crap, what is it? Like a whole bunch of police and stuff like that. That just gets me nervous. We see a whole bunch of police and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, focus. Oh, back on it. Lying hypocrite. You don't want to be a lying hypocrite. The reason why we're lying hypocrite, you're denying yourself from forgiving yourself. You're denying yourself from having been progressing as a person. And it's tough when you're being a lying hypocrite, you're just taking three steps back. There's no step forward you're taking. You're 
taking three steps forward, three steps back, because now you're pulling yourself more into your bull crap. You're pulling yourself more into your bull crap. You're sucking yourself deep into this hole you're digging for yourself. You know, you know, because once your heart is hardened, man, it's hard to harden it. It could be, it could be softened, softened, but you have to be the person to allow it to happen. Because when you're a lying hypocrite, then you're forever remixing everything you're saying. You're not seeing the truth for yourself. And then you're being self-righteous. You're not even allowing yourself to learn. Being a lying hypocrite is another way of saying that you do not want to learn. You're literally opposing the thought of learning. Because guess what? You can't fill yourself up with new and good stuff if you're full of your, your, your crap. You have to empty yourself of your crap to put in new, clean stuff. You know? Because there's only so much stuff that we can learn, so much stuff that we can take in at a time. You know? Lying hypocrites. We're not robots. You know, the only person that doesn't need correcting when that doesn't take, take steps back is God, because God is perfect. God likes nothing. God doesn't behave or walk in the act of wrong, but only in the act of right and love. You know, and that's something that, man, we have to realize we will never achieve. But be glad a force like that, an uh, entity like that is on our side in the day. Like, yeah, we can never be perfect, but perfection has made us. Perfection is on our side. Perfection doesn't require us to be perfect, but perfection just wants us to progress and be our best self and live our best life. Yes, we'll make mistakes. But no one likes to lie. Let me give you guys a story. I gave the story of this podcast. Um, when I became a Christian, I was innocent, self-righteous, but I was unaware of it. No one told me about this crap. You know, I'm the type of person, you got to lie, tell me about it myself, but make sure you're doing it well. You know, I was to it. Sometimes when people tell me about myself and they don't do it well, I still feel a little bit like, are they right? Because I'm a thinker, you know, because I like to progress. Um, basically, I was the type of person that looked at the Bible black and white, which is the wrong way to look at the Bible. The Bible is a book of full of stories. It's a lot of stuff that's exaggerated hyperbole, which means it's metaphors, stories and metaphors to draw a picture in your head to make you illustrate a point, but don't be literal about it. You know, like if your left hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Jesus didn't mean to literally cut off your left hand. He was just saying, mate, if you're doing something that's bringing unhealthiness and cause your life to be unhealthy and bringing badness to your life. Cut that thing out your life. Detox from it. You know? Um, also, gouge out your eye. You know, if your eyes are causing you to fall or something. No, it means turn away. Wait. No, look at the stuff that's causing you to do bad things. Take your focus off of that. You know? Um, what else? What else? I can't think of anything else. But exaggerated hyperbole is not meant to be taken literally. It literally is not. You know, it says don't take things literally. It's just art that it has to be expressed that way so that's how you don't you probably get the point. Like when people say, why are you marrying her or why are you marrying him? It's because um, I feel like when I'm not with her, I feel like I'm only half of myself. She's the other missing piece of myself. I mean, wait, wait, wait. You're walking around a whole time, your whole life, feeling 
walking around with half your body and we met her, she gave you the other half. Like, no, it's an expression. You know? Or when people say, oh, exaggerate her hyperbole. This is the first one which y'all understand. We go to a restaurant and then they're busy and it says, give me a second. Literally, right after they finish saying, give me a second, a second to pass, they'll probably come back to you in two minutes. They weren't being literal, it's just an expression, right? So exaggerate hyperbole. So, so, but I was living, looking at the Bible black and white instead of understanding stuff or exaggerated hyperbole, which means you give people grace. It's just an expression. I was doing things black and white. Don't want people or cut or curse or, or people be drinking. I was like, don't drink. That's, that's not Christian-like stuff like that. You know, I had a scenario when I had a friend who got drunk. You know, I wasn't giving him grace and I judged him. Judge him. I was like, I wasn't very Christian-like. He's like, shut up. And my other friend was like, yeah. Thank you so righteous. She chewed me out. She had some right to chew me out. I wish she didn't do it the way she did. Because I don't really respond that well to people chewing me out. I didn't lash back out on her. I just remained calm. It's like, I lashed out on her. We might not be friends anymore. And I enjoy her friendship and companionship. So I didn't say anything, you know. But first person to tell me that, yo, you're a lying hypocrite. But, yeah, I wish I had people to tell me that. Like, Chris, it's about being an honest sinner and not a lying hypocrite. But, no, I didn't have anybody tell me that. So I had to eat a piece of that humble pie. Yes, I certainly have to, you know. Um, but instead of giving the humble pie, she threw it at my face. She's like, eat it, you know. Um, so, yeah, it, it doesn't come back good on you. When you make a mistake, people are waiting for you. When you're a lying hypocrite, when you make a mistake, people are waiting on you. People are waiting on you to so they can chew you out, so they can go in on you, so they can roast you. But when you're being an honest sinner, when you when you make mistakes, people will more likely be there for you and not chew you out. You know, when you're an honest sinner, you have the more mindset of, uh, oh, when I mess up, my dad, my dad's not gonna kill me. But when, like when you're a lying hypocrite. Your mindset when you mess up, you don't want to mess up because you're going to think, oh my gosh, my dad's going to kill me when he finds out. Well, if you're an honest sinner, instead of saying my dad's going to kill me and hide the truth from me, you're going to go like, I need to tell my dad about this, right? You're going to be more confessing, more fortified, more transparent, instead of more, mm, more, be more in a state of hiding stuff and bearing the truth. Only to set yourself back. You're just accumulating trash. Instead of letting that crap go and being honest about it, you're holding on to it, just weighing you down, slowing you down in life. But yeah, that's just um, my thoughts on that, people. So the question is, I want to know your thoughts. Are you a honest sinner or a lying hypocrite? Be honest. Tell me why. Send me a voice message on Instagram. DM my boy. Visit Chris with a K. Me, Chris with a K at chrisadams.com, K-R-I-S-K-R-I-S-A-T-I-V-E.com. Support your boy. I got a merch store. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, you know, and, um, you know, like and follow on my pages, you know, whatnot. All right, so that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. So remember, everything I'm seeing on this podcast is just my opinions, a.k.a. A, my thoughts and theories. You're awesome. Peace. I'm out.